You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We glorify you for your word, which is spirit and is life. I thank you for everyone in this place this morning. And I pray, O oh Father, that your people will hear what the Spirit is saying, even at this time. I thank you, Lord God, because I know that all things are working to our advantage. We trust you for that. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, what do I title this message now? I'm trying to... Um, I, want, I want to say that God has a plan for every single one of us, and he has a plan for us corporately. Okay? So I'll call this message God's Promotion Tests. Somebody say God's Promotion Tests. You notice that I put it in plural. And the reason is because the tests are many. Okay? The tests are many. And if you will get hold of this for the rest of your life, I'm telling you, you'll have less frustrations. The reason why oftentimes we suffer frustration is because of our lack of understanding of the workings of God. Are you following me? Yes. Yeah. So, God's promotion tests. God is a God of tests. That's one thing we don't understand about Him or we've not paid attention to that. Many times... God will tell you something and you wonder why. It's as if there's a detour. And oftentimes it's for a reason. Are you following me? God made you in his image after his likeness. God gave you the power of choice. Okay? He made you a free moral agent. As a free moral agent, you have a right to choose what to do. You have a right to choose where to go. You have a right to choose whether or not to worship him. You have a right to choose whether or not to love him. You have a right to choose whether or not to obey him. You have a right to choose whether or not to follow him. He gave you that because he made you in his image. He didn't make you a robot. He made you in his image. And that's why you will always have the opportunity to obey or disobey. To follow or not to follow. Come on. Amen. Yeah. You always have that option for your entire life. Those options will always be there. A place before you blessing and curses. Yes. Right? Life and death. He says choose. You make the choice. 
Some people used to say, if God, if God knew that Adam was going to eat that fruit, why did he put it there? Because he made Adam in his image. That's why he put it there. If that tree were not there, then Adam would not have the choice but to eat only what is there. And so, by, because of that, there will be no proof that his obedience is because he didn't have an option. Do you get my point? And there will be no proof that his love was it's just because he didn't have another option. So God will always give you options. He will always give you options. So Adam was told not to eat from there. That was his, his first test. And he blew it. He blew it. And here we are today. Thank God for Adam. <laughs> no, the last Adam. <laughs> Not the first one. <laughs> the last one. The last Adam came and he was tested at all points, the Bible says, and yet without sin. You see, so that's why even when Jesus came, he had to be tested. God had to ensure that Jesus was tested. You know that Jesus was perfect, right? Normally we are tempted when we are drawn away by our lust and enticed. Is that not what James tells us? Each man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust or desires. Okay. So, as for you, the spirit doesn't need to lead you into the wilderness. Because your lust or your desire is enough to lead you. You see, Jesus didn't have the desire that could lead. That could draw him away. He didn't have that desire because he was perfect. So that's why the Holy Spirit has to lead him into temptation. <laughs> Are you getting my point? Because each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust or his own desires. Now, if Jesus is perfect, that means he doesn't have anything to draw him away. Yeah. To, to, you know, in order to be tempted. So what happens? The father says, I know you are perfect. You don't have any lust to draw you into temptation. But to fulfill all righteousness. Huh? You must be tested. So because of that, Holy Spirit says, move. Go to the desert. 40 days. 40 nights. You must face what Adam faced. And prove that you can succeed where he failed. Is this not the father that said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased? The father was already pleased. About Jesus. Amen. 
So if he's pleased with him, why is he taking him to the wilderness to be tested? Which is where many of times we miss it because we think that we're being tested because God doesn't love us. Is that not what the devil tells you? If God loves me, why am I going through this? Oh no. It's because he loves you. That's why you're going through it. It's not, his love is not what you think. You think because I love you, then I will just, you know, just cage you and protect you from the realities of life. Huh? That's why even in parenting, you don't, you don't protect your children from the realities of life. No matter how much you love them, they must face some things. They must face some challenges. Come on. Yeah, it's good for them. Makes them tough. Yeah, it makes them to, to be able to stand on their own when you are not there. Amen. But if they are shielded all the time, they can't, even, they can't even be challenged. They can't even face anything. They, can, they can't have opportunity to exercise their faith. They can't have the opportunity to cry out to God. Huh? Almighty oh, parent, who is mightier than God, a better parent than God. Huh? Hello? Yeah. You know, I have friends. I have friends that we grew up with who were shielded. I remember growing up, my, my mom would say to us, listen, this helper is not your helper. It's my helper. There are certain things my parents, my, my, my mom would say, you have to do it. And she will instruct the, the helper, don't do this for them. Yeah. And we thought she was mean. What kind of... Oh. Then we'll go see our friends and everything is being done for them. And then we... Oh. Huh? It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> Imagine how it was heartbreaking. <laughs> but a lot of those, my friends, their lives are in a mess. Absolute mess. Because when life hit them, when mommy and daddy are not there, they don't know what to do. Amen. God is not like that. He will not spoil you. He loves you. He will lavish you. He will bless you. Nyaf, nyaf. <laughs> huh? He will bless you, but he will not spoil you. Yeah. You must understand that about the heart of your father. I'm telling you. Okay. So it's all right. To be challenged. It's alright. I'm telling you. It's part of God's love for you. It's alright to be rebuked. It's alright to be chastised. It's alright to be whipped. Come on. It's good for the soul. Hmm? The Bible says. Hell. Is bound. In the child. Hmm? But correction, eesh, 
The rod of correction. Hallelujah. Psychologists will tell you, nah, you don't need it. This is violence. Don't, don't mind them. They're not smarter than God. There's a difference between discipline and abuse. You can't put them in the same category. Are you following me? Yeah. Just well measured discipline is okay. Huh? If it's too much, that's where there's a problem. Don't discipline a child when you're angry. Okay? Calm down. Huh? And do it in love. Huh? But if your smoke is coming out everywhere and then you now want to discipline, then you won't, your sense of judgment will, will be affected and you won't know when you cross the line to abuse. So your heavenly father disciplines you because he loves you. Not because he hates you. Alright. So God will expose you to situations and to circumstances to test your love for him. He will expose you to situations to prove that you really love him. To prove that you really have faith in him. Your faith will be tested. And there are ways that he does it. There are many ways he does it. It doesn't matter how many, uh, how much prayer you pray. You can never pray this away. You can never pray your test away. So I know and I believe that this place that we have been has been a protracted test for us. So you, God will allow you to face certain things and he's watching your heart. He's watching to see. How are you going to handle this? How are you going to deal with this? He's watching to see. And he's been watching over us. He's been watching over us Amen. for some time. Hmm? Look at Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17, let's read verse 10 of Jeremiah chapter 17. It says, I the Lord, come on, in fact, let's read it together. One, two, three. I the Lord search the heart, I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Can you see that? That is God. That's God, your father, talking there. He say he searches the heart. So God is always searching. Now, the question is this. If God is omniscient and is all-knowing, why does he have to search? Since he already knows us. He knows us more than we know ourselves. He knows our hearts. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we're going to think tomorrow. What is, what is this search about? It's important that he searches. It's important that he places you in a position where he can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt for eternity. The test is not just for him. It's for you. 
Do you understand? The search is not just for him, it's also for you. So that when he starts doing things in your life, nobody can accuse him. Are you getting my point? Nobody can accuse him. Why? Because he has searched and he has tested, he has tried, and he has proven for eternity your test results will be revealed. How about that? Not necessarily your failures, but you know, your good marks. How about that? You want your, how many people want to show off their good grades? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to show off your bad grades, you know, where you fail, you, 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 you just, I mean, you really, you really messed up there. So you know what he does? Because he doesn't want you to have a record of failure, he gives you another opportunity to rewrite, to retake the test. Hallelujah. Amen. So for us, we, it's interesting. What day was it I was praying? Okay, I think it was on, was it Saturday? Either Saturday or Friday. We were praying here and it was, I was as I was pacing, praying, praying, the Holy Spirit said to me, this is a test for promotion. Wow. Wow. Amen. I, I was just praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit. Walking, walking up and down. Then he says, this is a test for promotion. Amen. And then something hit my spirit. My spirit started jumping. Excitement. Test for promotion. Wow. This is a test for promotion. Do you know that, do you know that even in your place of work, right? There are, some, there are some promotions that you have to do a test. Am I correct? But not everybody is qualified to even write the test. Not everybody. Not everybody is qualified to do the test. Hmm? So what is happening is that we have qualified for the test. That's interesting. Because I never saw it like that. I said, wow, this is a test for promotion. So all this while you have been qualifying... And now you are ready Amen. for the test. <laughs> oh, you've been going through some little, little tests. And now, yeah, this is a test for promotion. So in other words, I'm searching your hearts. Now, now, at this time, I'm searching. I'm searching, searching. I'm about to promote, but I need to see what's there, what's there. What's in the heart, what's in the heart. So that's how God works. He will test you with people. He will test you with being loved. Huh? He will test you with being hated. Come on. People hate you. He will test your heart. How do you deal with that hatred? He will test you with loyalty. People are loyal to you. How are you going to? Deal with that. It will test your heart. It will test you with disloyalty. How are you going to deal with that? Come on. He will test you. 
He will test you with betrayal. How are you going to deal with that? He's watching, he's watching, he's watching. He will test you with abundance. How are you going to handle abundance? He'll test you. He will test you with lack. How are you going to handle lack? Come on. Yeah. He will test you with having barely enough. Come on. How many people know what I'm talking about? Huh? When you have more month than money. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. He will test you. He's watching your heart. How are you going to handle that? He's watching. He's watching. So he has many tests. Many of them. He'll test you with certain opportunities. He'll give you certain opportunities, but you don't even know it's a test. He'll deprive you of certain opportunities, and you don't even know it's a test. (laughs) Are you getting my point? He'll bring certain people into your life, and you don't know it's a test. He'll take some people out of your life, and you don't even know it's a test. Every day is an opportunity to pass a test. It's an opportunity to pass the test. And I know that there there will be times of hardship. There will be times of hardship where you are going to be tested as well. He will test you with hardship. He will test you with, you know, everything being comfortable. So in the, in, in the midst of comfort, there is a test. In discomfort, there is a test. Ha! How do you escape this test matter? There is no escape. That's just, just, just settle it in you. There it, touch your neighbor. Say, hey, neighbor. There is no escape. If you follow God... You will be tested. Yeah, let it be settled. Look at Isaiah chapter 48. Let's read Isaiah 48 verse 10. My Lord. Are you getting something this morning? Let's say, okay, look at, look at that. Let's read it together. One, two, three. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. Who is talking here? He has tested you. How many people feel as if they are in the furnace of affliction? You feel as if you are in the fire. You are in the hottest, 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 hottest spot. Welcome to the club. If you haven't been there, get ready. You will get there. I promise you. God is faithful. (laughs) God is faithful to lead you. (laughs) Are you getting me? Yes. It's part of it. When you are jobless, it's a test. When you get a job, it's a test. It's always a test. When you lose this opportunity, it's a test. When you Gain an opportunity. It's a test. Hallelujah. It's amazing. Amen. 
But anytime you're going through the, you know, it's like fire. I can guarantee you it's a test. Unless you are in rebellion. But if you are serving God, you are being faithful, you are doing everything and you know that you know to do, you are praying, you are not slacking, and you are doing all of this, and it's like, what is going on? What is wrong with me? You are being set for promotion. <laughs> Incredible, right? And listen, what I'm sharing is both applicable individually and corporately. So individually it's happening to us. As families, it will be happening. And as a church, as a spiritual family, it's also applicable. So God, imagine God takes the Israelites out of Egypt. Now they were in Egypt for 400 Yes, right? According to the word of God. 400 years plus. And now God comes to take them out of Egypt. And he displays some power. My God. Has never happened before in the history of humanity. God shows up. Raises Moses. Gives him power. And this Moses, my Lord. He humbled a whole nation. Hmm? He humbled the, the whole nation. And I want you to know that let's look at uh, Exodus. Exodus. As they get out of as they get out of Egypt, right? As they get out of Egypt, um, the enemy is chasing them. Pharaoh is going after them. Pharaoh is like, uh, I think I made a mistake. Even though I lost my first son, and all of Egypt lost their firstborns, I need to go after these people. Yeah. It was a mistake. So let me go. And guess what? He goes after them. These people are traveling. They've been excited. Oh, they're going to face their first test. They didn't know. They're happy. Oh, we have been yeah. deliverance. Ah, God has delivered me. So the fact that you just got a breakthrough now does not mean you won't be tested tomorrow. Amen. You get my point? Amen. Yeah. So why is it every time I'm always fighting, 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 I win this, then another one? Wow. You are on track. I want you to know, my dear, that you are just on the right track. Hmm? So these guys have been delivered. Uh, to save time, let's just read verse, uh, verse 11 of Exodus 14. Or well, let's read verse 10 first. From verse 10. It says, And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Okay? 
Now, they cried out to the Lord. When you just stop there, you will think that they were praying. <laughs> you will think that they were saying, God, you know, help us, intervene. No, no, no. We'll see the kind of cry. Next verse. <laughs> then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us, so dealt with us, to bring us up out of Egypt? Why? Moses, did we ask for deliverance? Uh, did, we, did, we, did we beg you? Did we appoint you? Did we vote you to lead us out of this bondage? Huh? Look at what you have caused. You and God, what have you guys done? So when, they say, when the Bible says they cried out to God, you think they were praying, Oh God, we're looking up to you. Oh Lord, you will intervene. Just like you did it before. No, 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 no. That's not what they were praying. That's not what they were crying. What they were crying is, God, what's all this nonsense? Huh? Is this the way to deliver? Is this how to deliver people? Huh? Lord, what is all this? If, if you didn't want to deliver us, why didn't you just leave us there? Hmm? Did we complain? What is all this? So, I, I, the Bible didn't say that, but you know, <laughs> sanctified imagination. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, that was their first test. They failed. Right there, they failed. Whew. My Lord. Huh? First test. Just, just a few, how many hours ago? Now they've... The heart. Why did God allow that? He wanted to expose the heart. So you see, the way God works is that He puts you in conditions that will reveal what's in your heart. I'm telling you, if you walk with God, I'm telling you, this, Amen. what I'm saying is the gospel truth. Amen. That's how God works. Yeah. He will expose you to things that will bring out what is inside. Because oftentimes you don't even know what's in your heart. Yeah. You get my point? You don't even know. Because your heart is so deep, deep, deep. Huh? So you don't know everything inside. You don't come and tell me, Pastor, I know myself. I know what I can do and what I cannot do. You're lying. I am telling you, you're a big liar. Yeah, you're a big liar. I give you a biblical example. Peter. Jesus said to him, Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. He says, Me? Oh, never. I will never, never, never. <laughs> never. Me? I will die for you. Yeah. And all the other 12 said the same thing. We will die for you. Yeah. Why did he say that? Because he didn't know it was in his heart. You get my point? So don't come and tell me. I know myself. You don't. You think you do. But you don't. And that's why tests are necessary. To reveal to you what is in your heart. Glory to God. May God give you more tests. Amen. Say amen. 
Huh? Yeah. No test, no testimony. Huh? How many people want testimonies? Uh, tests produce testimonies. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, the whole point of God, the essence is this, of tests, is so that when it is revealed, uh, God expects you to do something about it. So when you see that, oh my God, I didn't realize I was like this. Then you now go to God and say, God, help me. Are you getting my point? Because you can't run away from your heart. Huh? You can't. You can't deny it because it's been revealed. So what do you do? You now go humble yourself and say, God, have mercy on me. I didn't know I was this mean. I didn't know I was so wicked. I didn't know I was so unfaithful. I didn't know. I didn't know that I didn't love you enough. Help me. Circumcise my heart. That I may love you more. You see my point? That's why tests are good. So these people, they failed. So God says, okay, fine, you failed. Uh, Moses is crying to God. God says, Moses, go. With the rod in your hand, stretch out. And divide the sea. And Moses goes. And the thing opens. And they cross. They now start celebrating again. God, Moses, I just knew it. You are the best. Moses is the best. The greatest leader. They were celebrating. Celebrating. Huh? Very happy. God is watching. Okay, test number two. It's coming. And the thing about God's test is that he doesn't announce. He doesn't announce to you that you're about to go into a test. You know, his tests are surprise tests. Spot tests. Come on. Students, you know what I'm talking about. Huh? Yeah. So God is like that. And so now let's see. He tests them again. He gives them another opportunity. Huh? Give them another opportunity to pass. And uh, I hope they pass this time. I'm praying for them. Praying. May they pass the test this time around. They failed the first one. God is giving them another opportunity. So hopefully they will pass. Alright? So let's read. Uh, okay, let me just explain and then we'll read a, a verse or so. Uh, so they are now traveling and they are thirsty. No water to drink. So they get to a place called Mara. And they see water. Hey, water, water. And they go, they taste it. Ah! This water is bitter. It's like aloe vera. It's bitter. Aloe vera water. Huh? 
The original aloe vera is bitter. I know the ones you, some of you drink, the, the, all this sweetened uh, stuff. I'm telling you, the real stuff is bitter. It's like aloe vera crystals. Huh? They taste it. Okay, let's see their reaction. Chapter 15. Hmm? Chapter 15, verse 24. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? <laughs> so he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. And when he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. And there he made a statue and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them. So you see, it's a test. Another test, they failed. Those of you that like to complain all the time, I'm telling you, you are just, you are just prolonging, prolonging your promotion. Yeah, of course. You are postponing it. Let me put, put it that way. You're just putting it ahead. So God bring, eh, then you start complaining, eh, you know, everyone, oh, but I thought, you know, but. I say, all right. Angel, Mark, all right. We'll just wait for the next exam when, when the, the next test comes. Hmm? So leave her there, oh, no problem. And her angel is frustrated because this angel really wants her to move forward. Or he wants him to move forward. Do you understand? You know, you have your own personal angel. Do you understand? And your angel is, it's, is there. His, his, his mission is to ensure that God's purpose for your life is fulfilled. Amen. And that you enter into all that God has for you. So the angel is there, you know, working hard to organize things, put circumstances and all of that according to God's purpose. And then you now blow it. Then the angel is back to square one. Then he comes to, you know, when the angel are having fellowship, then Lysaka's angel is talking. He now starts talking about, ha, man, we are making progress. Yeah, you should see what has happened. Come on. Yeah, we pass this test, we pass this test, we pass this one. You know, I, and so <laughs> the other angel is like, oh, if only I wish. You know, I wish mine were like yours. No, no, no. Please, don't make your angel miserable. Touch your neighbor. Say, don't make your angel miserable. Don't make your angel miserable. Huh? Come on. Huh? Don't. Please, don't. And the tests are important. Hallelujah. So these people were being tested. And let's say, okay, fine. God tested them. They failed. God said, okay, fine. Let's. I still want to promote you. God really wants to promote you, so he gives you another opportunity. He doesn't exclude you. Do you get my point? It's not like uh, varsities that will just exclude you, say, you're out. No, no, no. God will still keep you. Huh? So he says, okay, fine. Let's, uh, let's give them another test. Look at chapter 16. Come on. How many people can see God working in their lives already as, as we're talking? The light is shining and you can see 
And you can understand why you are going through what you are going through. Glory to God. So let's read from verse 1. Yeah. Chapter 16 from verse 1. It says, And they journeyed from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. And on the fifth day of the second month, after they departed from the land of Egypt, huh? then the whole congregation of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Huh? And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we would have died in the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the pots of meat and when we ate bread to, to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. <laughs> Test number three. They failed. They failed again. They, these guys... Hey, this, I'm telling you, this is how we are. This is how many of us are. You're looking now and you're laughing. May God open your eyes to see all the failed tests. Hmm? You were tested and you didn't realize you were being tested. My Lord, may you pass your test. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So these guys, they complained. Uh, let's read verse 4. Um, then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go out and gather certain quarter every day. That I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. Another test. God says, okay, fine. I'm going to rain bread from heaven. Right? With certain instructions. And let me test them again. So, manna comes down. Cut the long story short. God says you need to take just a portion a day. Every one of you. Huh? Only uh, the day before Sabbath will you take a double portion. You think they will, be, they will listen? <laughs> they say, uh, what, what are you talking about? I need to, this, this Moses and this God, we don't know what they're going to, it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Some of them went and packed and packed and packed. Loaded their baskets. Go back. All that they packed, rot. Only the portion remained. The portion that they are supposed to take. So God was testing them. They failed again. Ha! People. Talk to someone say people. 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 Huh? People. Huh? Huh? In Nigeria, they'll say, I want people. <laughs> huh? Say, I want people. I want people. Hey! Hey! The heart of man. Huh? God's 
promotion tests. So he's, he'll keep testing you. Why? Because he really wants to promote you. He really wants to promote you and he wants to be just when he does it. So because of that, you must be tested. Unless you don't want to be promoted. Unless you don't want to rise. You, unless you don't want to go beyond where you are now. But if you are going to, get ready. You will surely be tested. Just make sure you pass. Or else you keep repeating that class. You keep repeating it. You keep repeating it until you pass. Unfortunately, these guys, 40 years, they didn't get it. Imagine, in one class for 40 years. <laughs> Is that not a problem? 40 years. You can't get a degree for 40 years. Hey! All the school fees you have been paying for 40 years. That is a problem. Say it's a problem. May I not repeat unnecessarily. Come on, let that be your prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Pray for yourself. Pray right now. Come on, pray for yourself. Lord, help me. Help me. I don't want to repeat. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Come on, come on. Talk to him. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Yes, yes. Yes. I don't want to miss you. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So with this understanding, next time you are being tested, you will understand why James says, count it all joy. Yes. Huh? Count it all joy when you go into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith does what? Produces patience. It says, let patience have its work that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Where is that scripture? James chapter 1, verse 3. Let's read that. Come on. I want you to count it all joy. Verse 3, verse 3. Verse 2, sorry. <laughs> My brethren, count it all joy. Huh? Basalwani, count it all joy. Eh? Count it all joy. Hallelujah. When you fall into various trials, knowing, come on, that the testing of your faith produces patience. So the whole point is your faith is being tested. Your faith is being tested. Don't come and tell me I have faith, I have great faith. Where is your test result? Show me your test results. And I'll see how great your faith is. Come on. Some of you can't even endure a little bit of disappointment. You just fall apart. Because you were disappointed. What's that mess? Grow up. And write your test. With a smile on your face. Don't go into the, in the, into the examination hall frowning. 
So why, why are they trying to examine us? Are they trying to, are they trying to say that we don't know anything? Huh? Why, why do we have to write this test? Why do we have to write this exam? I mean, they should trust us that we know this thing. Huh? <laughs> That's the attitude of Christians today. As ridiculous as that sounds, spiritually, that's some people's attitude. So can you see why they cannot enter into what God has for them? That's why the Israelites, they died in the wilderness. Not because God planned it. They failed for 40 years. They kept failing, kept failing. God said, it's enough. Your children will come and they will write the test and they will pass. And truly, the children passed. <laughs> the same test. They passed. Hallelujah. I think I've said enough. Glory to God. Let us pray. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.